This is a 980 CKNW podcast. Welcome back to the Sunday Night Health Show. Maureen McGrath hosting this program for you. Fasting before a blood test can be uncomfortable for anyone, but for some patients it can be potentially risky. However, routine blood tests for everyone, including patients that have diabetes, for example, have now become a lot more convenient. Dr. Gordon Francis is an endocrinologist and professor of medicine in the Center for Heart, Lung Innovation, and Department of Medicine at St. Paul's Hospital, and he joins me on the line to tell me about this change in British Columbia and Canada. Good evening, Dr. Francis. Hi, Maureen. How are you? Fine, thanks. Great. So why is this an important change for patients when patients no longer have to fast for six, seven, eight hours um, to have a well, blood test? I think you answered it there. Maybe it's it's just so convenient. People can go any time of day, even right after visiting their doctor, they can go straight to the lab on the same day and do the test that's requested. And uh, we also get better information from non-fasting cholesterol results than we do from fasting in terms of a person's risk for heart attack, stroke, and mortality. That's very interesting because before when patients had to um, fast, like a diabetic, for example, uh, they could become hypoglycemic and and become quite ill. Correct. And uh, so that's a hard thing for people with diabetes to do, to have to go wait in line in the morning before they've eaten and their blood sugar may go very low, and it may be hard for the elderly to go and have to do that before they've eaten, or, or kids if they have to have a cholesterol test. So it's, uh, it's much more convenient for everybody, also for the lab, and, uh, and we just get better information about it, and, about your risk than we did from fasting. And, and why is that? Well, there are particles in your blood that, uh, cholesterol particles that form after you eat that, that can also get into the artery wall and cause plaque buildup. And, and they are a, a, an important component of all the harmful cholesterol particles that lead to heart attacks and strokes by, by accumulating in arteries. So this switch is going to have a significant impact on potentially on health outcomes. Uh, it should, yeah, because we can identify uh, people at risk better, and uh, and then manage their manage their risk to lower it for for heart attack, stroke, and and early death. And and then they can get treatment uh, immediately or or a lot sooner than uh, well, than they have yeah, in the past. Because uh, the screening happens a lot faster. I mean, when my doctor gives me a lab requisition to go fasting, I might look at it for a few months and decide. Uh, you know, when's a convenient day to go get a fasting blood test done. But but this way, it doesn't matter. You can go after breakfast, you can go at lunchtime, you can go at the end of the day. Right, and as you go say, right from your doctor's office. Yeah, exactly. When you're when you're thinking about it, when it's when it's front of mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's excellent, and and so I imagine they will be tracking um, uh, the reduction in heart attacks um, through this. Or is there going to you know, will they be looking at the data? Well, uh, that's a good. That's a good point. How how well you can uh, see if if that alone changes outcomes in in uh, heart disease and stroke that, that that would be an interesting question. Certainly to, would be uh, to ask. Yeah. Now, are most doctors aware of this change? I, I think probably not yet. Um, it has been. Uh, in the Canadian Lipid Guidelines since 2016, and, and, it, and it's been in the Canadian Family Practice Guidelines since 2015. 
But it wasn't until the end of 2018 that the Ministry of Health uh, changed the lab requisition to show that fasting is not required for a cholesterol test. Right, and and not a lot of doctors, I imagine, are reading the lipid guidelines um, at night. <laughs> well, <laughs> necessarily, we we would all think that because we would. Of the case, but uh, but it's hard for doctors to keep up with all the new guidelines. So it, it certainly is. So I really appreciate you coming on the air, Doctor Gordon Francis. I wish we had a little bit more time, um, but we'll have to get you back on and keep reminding doctors of this for sure. Okay. All thanks right. Thanks much. so much. That was Doctor Gordon Francis. And is your libido low? According to my Instagram survey, seventy-one percent of people. People had more sex before they were married. And 43% of married people are not satisfied with their sex lives. Talking about foods that might increase your libido. Coming up, I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the Sunday Night Health Show. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.